take good care of you. No one expected the Bears to make the playoffs this season, but Chicago fans no doubt disappointed with the team's performance so far. Fans need to be patient. Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles are still in their first years as head coach and GM. And although this season has no doubt been disappointing, I wouldn't get too worked up about it because when you look at what coach and GM were left to work with, turning Chicago into contender is going to take some time. I'm Dan Patrick. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Con, the Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. Trent and I will make some picks before we get out of here toward the top of the hour. Right now, off to Vegas. We only have them for, oh, less than 10 minutes. So let's get the Vice President of Operations from Circus Sports, Iowa born and raised. He's Mike Palm. Hello, Mike, Trent, and Ken. How are you? Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Trent. Great day. And uh, in a few hours, I'll be heading to San Diego for Game 3. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. The You can jump it on the boss's plane? Sure am. <laughs> nice for you. Why wouldn't you? Uh, well, that's good stuff. Uh, well, let's talk. Uh, let's go back to last night, Mike. Before we we t- talk about uh, get into the weekend, which has got a chance to be spectacular. Uh, unlike uh, the Thursday night football game for the consecutive weeks, that was tough to watch. But you know what? The Big Twelve, on the other hand, West Virginia Baylor, incredibly entertaining. What was it like in the uh, at the book last night and at Stadium Swim? And uh, did the betters get you, or did you guys come out ahead? Uh, you know, action was split a little bit. We lost a little bit on the NFL game. Um, we won Baylor to the first half, uh, where they had the scoop, scoop, uh, scoop six for West Virginia that tied it, but then Baylor scored before half. So we won the half. Uh, we came out a little bit on the wrong side as, uh, you know, the Bears went from being a favorite to being a dog in that game. And then there were some, some under money come in as well. So, but not, not big decisions. And, uh, uh, we probably uh, might have done just as much on the Yankees uh, Guardian game, oh. uh, had that been in the primetime slot as well. Makes a lot of sense. Well, uh, here on the local front, Iowa State on the road, a huge hurdle in front of them with Texas. Longhorns playing incredibly well right now. A little bit of a sandwich spot maybe, though, for Texas. You guys got to 17 a couple of different times before the buyback came. What are you seeing right now, Iowa State-Texas? Yeah, the 17 was the point uh, where we got the buyback on Iowa State. Look, it's a trap spot for for Texas after that big win, and then you get you know 11 a.m. local time as well as an Iowa kickoff there. Maybe they're sleepwalking a little bit in Austin, and Iowa State can keep this game close. Seen some money come in on the under as well. Mm. You're a Notre Dame alum. You were in Allegiant last week to watch your school take on BYU. I I had the result wrong. I thought BYU would get them. But here's my question to you, Mike. Notre Dame gets Stanford this week. Love the rivalry. Stanford nowhere near what they, you know, they've been in the past. But, man, 17 seems like a lot of points in that game. Does it to you? It does. And Stanford played uh, better on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. By all means, really should have beaten Oregon State on the farm. Two guys looked at each other and didn't tackle in the last minute, and uh, and the Beavers came back and won. And I think it's too many points, but we'll see. The quarterback for Notre Dame played well against BYU, and we'll see. You know, you know they can run the football, so we'll see. But it, it, in, in that type of a game, it's a lot to lay thinking about anything more intense. 
Three undefeated matchups coming up this weekend in the top 25. Penn State, Michigan, Tennessee, Alabama, and in the Big 12, Oklahoma State, TCU. The three big national games. Are you seeing sharps on either side? Is this very much public on all three of these games? What are you seeing in the biggest week of nationals? And which of those three games will get the most bets? Because of the Big Ten, the Michigan game is going to get a lot of action, but it's early. I think at the end of the day, it might end up that Tennessee-Alabama mm-hmm. uh, game because people thinking Tennessee could possibly pull the upset uh, here. We've seen a lot of uh, people taking Tennessee in this spot. Not not too much sharp action uh, on the Alabama side, actually. Hmm. You know, you told us uh, on our Your Mind uh, Iowa Everywhere podcast, and then again we had you on Medicom. We've had you a lot this week, Mike Palm, <laughs> and we're grateful. You think that Dallas-Philadelphia, it's a standalone game. It's Sunday night football. I get it. Buffalo-Kansas City game of the year for a lot of people. Uh, there's gonna You're going to do a lot of right regardless of which one actually handles more money. But you think that Dallas-Philadelphia might be as, as big a game as you guys have all weekend? Yeah, just because it's in that spot in the standalone uh, and, and the rivalry, and we've seen now five, 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 and then all of a sudden in, in a day it went six, six and a half. Does it touch seven? I don't know. A lot of love. Dak's taking reps in practice. Will we see Dak? I, I think we're seeing a lot of love for Philadelphia here. I think this is a sneaky survivor play as well with the Eagles. Speaking of uh, Circa Survivor, down inside of a thousand people left, unfortunately. I am not one of them. And Ken's Welcome to the club. Weeks, yes. Uh, down to the last one. How much are you hearing people, though, changing the way that they're mapping out this season? Because this has been cut down so much, are are people, people involved, people maybe even with multiple entries? I know Gil Alexander with Visa, he's still got two left. Are people adjusting here on the fly how they're playing Circa Survivor? I, I see more of the people that I know splitting their entries now. Uh-huh. If, if you've got four left, two, one, one. If you've got three left, one, one, one. Nobody wants to get knocked out in one week. Right. Because as it's gotten down now to just over 700, Jeez. 718, people are sensing that I just need to hang on because this thing might be done in the next six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the game you're going to see in person tonight. Uh, and the series is one apiece. Uh, good good for the Padres. Look, Snell's been hit and miss. Gonsolin's been really good. Uh, what kind of game do you think you're going to get? Of course, the Dodgers are going to be favored, not an overwhelming favorite uh, in this in this game. I think you've got them at uh, minus 115, so it's relatively tight. What game are you going to see? Well, how much are you going to get out of Gonsolin? I mean, yeah. Roberts after game one was talking about mm-hmm. going Anderson in game number, uh, Anderson in game three, and then Gonsolin in game four. Now they lose. They go to Gonsolin. What can he give you? Four innings, and then maybe you go to Dustin May. That's the interesting part of it. Is there a game? Uh, do you like it? And other than, I mean, Atlanta's on the road with Strider. I think he's got a big shot. And oh, by the way, Cleveland throws Bieber tonight. I think he's got a big shot. Road teams could have a good day today. Yeah, uh, the thing that works against Cleveland is look at Nestor Cortez's split in day games. So now they get to move this game to one o'clock yeah. at Yankee Stadium. I would have been on Bieber if this game was played last night. I'm going to pass. Today. I got Bieber over five and a half strikeouts. You like that? I do like that. Mike, I know you got a short, uh, your, your window's yeah. closing. Go be a dad. Enjoy your parent-teacher conferences. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, just walking in. Thanks, guys. Have yeah, a great weekend. Yeah, you're the same. Circus Sports, VP of Operations, our friend Mike Palm. Uh, as he joins us now, I guess, to be a dad for a little while before yeah. he heads down town to, uh, to, to Circa. So we're going to have to watch tonight. 
and see if we can see them because I think they're right behind. They are. They're just, if I remember correctly, they're just a little bit to the left mm-hmm. of home plate. And all you people see Derek they, and Mike there. They're they're um, prime. Not I don't know what the difference is prime. They're big sponsors mm-hmm. of the Padres. Yes. So Mike was telling us. Uh, at some point, I don't know if it was on the air, if it was just you and the MBS, and we were out there. I don't remember when the conversation took place. But we were talking about this relationship that they had with the Padres, and it was after the trade deadline. Yeah. <laughs> so so what they paid the sponsor this year, they're already the Padres. And why wouldn't you? They're not, mm-hmm. not only they're selling season tickets for next year, but they're renewing their sponsorship commitments. Safe to say it uh, went up just a tad. And why wouldn't it? It should. And, oh boy, that relationship, oh. though, how cool that is, just being able to pop down there. I know they're, when the Twins played there, I had some buddies that were out in San Diego for that series, and they were at that one, too. Just, yeah, Circa, the way they do things, it's it's a big operation. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it it in, is. In, in comparison to yes. the conglomerates that have taken over, though, in Las Absolutely. Vegas. Called, uh, pick up your phone and call the uh, the CEO of, uh, of FanDuel. Trent, could you do that? No. Churchill Downs? Not going to happen. Circus Sports? Absolutely. That's, it's ma- that's why we love the relationship. It's a great one. It, it, it is. Uh, and we're grateful for it. They're our primary sponsor, as, as if you couldn't tell. Right. Uh, but we believe in it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a great place to stay. The property is first class. And, and I, for betters, this is what we tell you. Just shop around at the lines. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you going to get the same kind of promo codes? No, they don't believe in that. They nope. believe in giving you the best lines. And if you have a big opinion, mm-hmm. they will take your bet. Here's another big thing. If you're winning, and how many of these stories have we heard about some of the big ones out there? You start winning, yeah, you can't even and, bet the same amount that you're betting anymore. even if you're not a whale. Right. They just don't like winners, some of them. And that is not what Circa is about. It is catered for the sports better. Give it a shot. They do great work. Yep. Customer service is through the roof. We, two thumbs up, wholeheartedly support them. Trent, let's do this as we won't have much time to talk baseball. Yeah. Let's spend five minutes before we get Tom Kickard. So there's three games today. Um, Do you like one more than the other? Do you, you, uh, you said you like Bieber strikeouts. Do you like Cortez to win? No, I am, uh, I do not have an opinion on that game. I played a lot of props today, a lot of RBI Uh over a half. Uh Um, Got both catchers in the Phillies. Braves game, both uh, uh, Real Muto and Yarno. Uh, let's see what else. I Soto also got him here. I've been just been playing around with him. That was the only pitching one. That's kind of what I zeroed in the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. Bieber was the one that struck. Because I was initially on Gonsolin, but what Mike just said. Yeah, not going to be there. Four right. innings, maybe. Right. And uh, I liked his strikeout total before we kind of dug in a little bit more, him bouncing back. So that's kind of where I am right now in the props as opposed to I'm just so excited for the environments, too. These Game 3s. It's San Diego, different, isn't it? First time in 16 years they're yeah. going to be hosting a playoff game. We talked about the Mariners, what that's going to be like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. More than anything, I'm just excited for the baseball as opposed to a Me betting too. angle or a picking angle. I just want to see these environments. Playoff baseball, we There's, talked about it after Game 2. Even Potter's Yankee time. Stadium yes. goes up to a new level, and it's right? Start, the chants are going yes. on. And, did you see there was a, a clip today on Twitter? Of uh, 1970s, a walk off from the Yankees in a playoff game. I did not. And then just people flying out of the field. You guys in the 70s, that must have been a time. Huh? Oh, trend was a great time to be. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I remember it, but um, yeah, but it was just so different, right? The, the, the world, it's just at your fingertips now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to wait until the next evening to get yesterday's box scores because there was no ESPN or no internet. I mean, just, just wild. Why can't Philadelphia beat Atlanta today? I don't see any reason for it. I was, isn't Strider kind of dealing with some stuff right he now? He is, too? yes. I was very surprised. And I like him. I do too. 
when healthy. Mm-hmm. When healthy. I was surprised to see that he was getting the ball today. Mm-hmm. Just because of that, I thought he might be a guy that'd go in game four, but he's going to get it. And what a huge, huge opportunity for Philadelphia now. They can jump on him early, go get the youngster. Philly's up 2-1 in this series. I did not see this one coming. I, I didn't either. Well, we'll see. A fun weekend of baseball ahead. Miller and Condon. We'll be joined by Tom Cakert when we come back. Uh, a lot of ground to cover with Tom. By the way, did you see Luca went bananas in his uh, T-Wolves? I might have been watching a little bit. The T-Wolves. You, did you really? They're getting their hooks in me. Yeah, They're, they're going to be good, aren't they? They're 4-0. There was, uh, I, I take them, I've hit an over already on them. you got a future on them to I win do, the whole 35 thing. 35 to 1. <laughs> Winning the whole thing. <laughs> but I really, they're just so much fun to watch. Anthony uh-huh. Edwards, we talked about it last year towards the end of the regular season into the playoffs. If you are a casual NBA fan mm-hmm. and you're looking for something to get you excited or something with a local and, connection. And if you have DirecTV, you can watch all the games for free. Absolutely. Their games. 668. Yes. On DirecTV. you got the Luka angle on top of it. There, there's is he, he going to make the roster? I don't think so. Yeah. I think he's going to end up down here playing with Jordan Bohannon. I mean, good for them. Yeah. You sell a, sell a lot of tickets, I would assume, because of that. Um but yeah, Luca filled it up the other day. We'll see where he find, if how it works out for him. We'll take a timeout. Tom Caker will join us next. Our picks still to come. Miller and Condon with you until noon again. Uh, we switch slots next week. We start at eleven. We end at one. So there's no more cowherd. But what there is is there's seven consecutive hours of local programming. Trent and I begin it uh, from eleven to one. We're from Andy one to three, and of course Sean and Heather the KXNO drive from uh, three until six. It's Des Moines Sports Station. After all, one hundred six point three. Call one eight hundred bets off. Joined again by Doctor Ethan Heisman, Elite Eye Care in Waukee, and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Come see us at Elite Eye Care in our two locations, and you can see myself, Dr. Ethan Heisman. We have Dr. Heidi Bell, Dr. Kelsey Swatsky, Dr. Macy Dieleman, and Dr. Kelly Jansma. Ever you get podcast. Get in on the app. Action with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. Everyone's buzzing about the seller's market in Des Moines real estate. So now's a great time to sell your home, right? Wrong. Today, a lot of homes are being snatched up by Wall Street firms, and they're being turned into rental properties. Which begs the question, what do these Wall Street hucksters know about renting that you don't? Well, they're not dumb. They know renting's a lucrative, long-term investment. They know it delivers cash flow, appreciation and tax benefits and they know you'll sell your home to them instead of running it out yourself except now you know better because the good people at renters warehouse des moines have known about the benefits of renting for years they can show you exactly why renting your home can be way better than selling it and they can manage the entire process for you bringing all the benefits of renting to you instead of selling them off to someone else say no to wall street and say yes to knowing call renters warehouse des moines today at 515-528-4429 or RentersWarehouse.com. That's Renters Warehouse. Candidates Committee.
Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Good to see Dave Sproul popped in the yes, studio. on his way to Austin. Indeed, part of the Learfield team. He was given Emory Songer his radio equipment from KSI. As I guess Ames plays at Lincoln tonight. You know, Lincoln apparently has got a running back, a pretty good one, a sophomore. Uh-huh. Mike Hammond was telling me about him. Oh, yeah? Um, so we'll see. Ames Lincoln tonight. Emory Songer has that one on uh, fourteen thirty KSI. Good to see Dave Sproul. Let's get our friend Tom Cakert in here. HawkeyeReport.com. Hawks are off this weekend. There's plenty of Big Ten action. I will get Tom to opine on that as well. But let's go back to uh, earlier in the week. Tom, uh, good morning. Thank you as always for doing this, Trent and yeah. Ken. Um, just yeah. uh, your takeaway. You heard the three. Uh, well, coordinators and Lavar Woods get up there and uh, do their thing. Meet with the media. Obviously, everybody was there to to listen to what Brian Ferentz had to say. Let's save him for a moment. Phil Parker, Lavar Woods, your takeaway from the other two. The other two, um, just kind of what you would expect. Um, you know, uh, I think uh, Lavar touched on you know Tory Taylor not being completely happy with his last performance, and you know that just was. Un Tory Taylor like, mm-hmm. where he was, you know, but, but the expectation level is just so high for that kid, too. So, um, you know, I think that may be the top line thing. And then um, with Phil, you know, he opened up talking about explosive plays and how they've given up five this year, and that's five too many, according to Phil. So, um, and that's a, you know, 20 yard pass, 15 yard run. And he, you know, he wants to focus on that and also uh, focus on doing a better job on first down and limiting um, limiting uh, runs on, on first down because they're giving up too much on first down to set up uh, teams for, uh, you know, second and short, third and short. Opening drives, too. They've given up scores the uh, first three Big Ten games of the year. Rutgers, of course, Michigan with the touchdown. And last week against Illinois. But you're asking the defense to be perfect, and we can talk about Phil and what he sees his problems over there, LeVar and the special teams. It all comes back to offense. And the offseason, Kirk said, we're going to bet on ourselves. Uh, they're bankrupt right now. This offense is absolutely brutal, and I feel like the noose is tightening over in Iowa City. A, a lot of uh, circling the wagons in the Iowa football offices right now trying to figure this thing out. It feels like, what, are they going to take the us-versus-the-world mentality? Hmm. Yeah, it probably. I, I think they're, you know, they feel it. You know, yeah. they're human. They feel it that, uh, you know, they know the offense is not good and that it's ranked last in the country. And, and you know, I, I think one of the other telling quotes that Kirk has, uh, has said in the past, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think, he said the, the cavalry's not coming. You know, there's, there's no reinforcements that are going to come in and help this offense really spark. It's just got to be up to the guys um you know up front to block better um but you know i i just wonder if maybe it's some skill position issues hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yep, that, I agree. Um, they just don't have a lot of depth there, and the talent is kind of thin, and I think that's part of it uh, as well, that they just don't have um, many options there. And what they have, 
are pretty young too. So it's really just like Nico Regani and Sam Laporta, mm-hmm. and then you hope other guys come along, and that's just that's not enough in the Big Ten, guys. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just not, especially if you're not running the ball well, and they're really not running the ball well. No, the the separation between the receivers and the DBs just just isn't there, and and you're right, yeah. it is with Laporta, and they, they've taken advantage of that. Uh, Tom, I would love to know um, if Padilla's actually you know, knocked on Brian's door or Kirk's door and asked at any point this year, you know, what's it going to take? What do I have to do in order for to get an opportunity when they're you know, the team needs a spark? Um do you do you, do you, are you aware if he's done that? I'd love to know that. Do you know if he has? I don't know. Um, we have not talked to Alex since media day. Um, I don't know if he's been requested by anybody, but um, yeah, we haven't talked to him, so I, I don't know. Um, just looking at body language on the sidelines, it looks like he's just sort of, you know, he knows that he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Kind of body language is what I see out there. He just. You know, kind of not, I wouldn't say not interested, but just not anxious, not acting like, boy, I could go in the game the next snap. Kind of, you know, you can kind of tell watching the body language of somebody on the sidelines. And he he seems happy, but just knows he's not playing. It's got to be a tough spot to be. And if you're any kind of competitor watching this out there and how bad it's been, it's a lot of frustration right now. So, the season finishes up. We get to the offseason. The offense doesn't show any real big signs of improvement over the course of the back half of the year. What happens, Tom? Um, it's a great question. And I think we got to see it play out to really give a full prediction. But if, if it just continues like this, you have to make a change at offensive coordinator. Yep. You do. Um, you know, I've already been on record as saying this, that, that they're going to go in the portal for a quarterback. So I, I think that's that's pretty much already been decided um, that they're going to go portaling for a QB. I would suggest uh, strongly that they perhaps look for a couple wide receivers in the mm-hmm. portal as well. Now, here's the here's the thing, guys. Those things cost money these days. That's they just do. Cr- it's, a, it's a transaction. I love it when you put it's it that way. That's that's weird. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, guys. Yeah. It's just it's a transaction. Yeah. You're you're giving guys money to come play, and Iowa might have to pay a premium mm-hmm. just because of the offense. But here's the other thing that I threw out the other day: is that in the off season, whoever the offensive coordinator is next year, if it's Brian, if it's um, somebody else, Paul Christ, whoever, mm-hmm. go somewhere where there's a young coordinator off the Lincoln Riley tree or Lincoln Riley himself oh. or somebody like that, you know, his brother at TCU, mm-hmm. uh, the guy down at Texas Tech, whoever, and just pick their brain and, and figure out how to improve the passing game because it's just <laughs> not good right now. I uh, I feel like li- little Ken when my parents said, no those things cost money <laughs> that's that's really yeah. well put it's true though right it's it's the era that we're in uh, these players yeah. are going to cost money they're going to come with a price tag interesting uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com uh, is our guest so Tom uh, let's get to I guess one of the I guess question marks still out there with they come out of the buy any any hope that Keegan Johnson plays not next week. Uh, I don't think there's any hope that, um, that that he's going to be out there. I think there's hope that Dante Vines will be out there. But, um, yeah, Keegan Johnson, 
uh, asked Brian the other day, and he he said soft tissue issue, and you'd have to ask the head coach. So mm-hmm. um, I don't anticipate him playing. I I'll be surprised. Oh, I shouldn't say surprised. I, I I'm wondering if he's done for the year. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if he's done for the year. Just you know, you redshirt basically. You know, if you play less than four games. Yeah. So that's what I wonder if he'll do. Oh, yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. At this and I point, think yeah, it does. That's kind of where we are, something that certainly we've speculated about and feels like certainly trending that direction. It feels hopeless. How was it at the press conference on Wednesday? It, it felt uncomfortable. Brian saying a lot without saying anything outside of what would be the upside, which is one of the more moronic statements I've heard from an offensive coordinator with the worst offense in the country. But here we are. Was it uncomfortable, or you guys know Brian pretty well? Did you kind of know what it was going to be like going in? Yeah, I, I've never felt uncomfortable around Brian because just because I, I think most of us have covered him since he was in high school, so we know him, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know, not, not friendly, but just have a relationship with him. He knows us. You know, it's not combative. He knows we're not coming at him, uh, being jerks about it. We're just going to ask him the questions and. You know, and Doc asked him if he was going to resign, if he would ever consider resigning. I mean, that's something that people is on people's minds, right? Mm-hmm. You yep. know, they're they're wondering what's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I think the one thing we'd really like to find out is, um, and Gary declined to talk to us um, last Tuesday, but um, you know, what is that evaluation process? Because he is technically he is. Brian's supervisor. Yep. What is that evaluation process like? How could, could in theory, could um, Gary Barta fire him? I would like oh. to think he could, uh, but I'm not sure that well, he if can. He's a supervisor, he could, right? But right. Um, yep. you know, I don't know. That's you know, some something to think about. But um, I don't think we're there yet. But it's going to be um, it's trending towards. Um, very interesting, very interesting offseason. Yeah, it just seems like uh, you know any hope of getting to to six wins. I mean, there's still hope there. That's probably a little over the top saying any hope, but <laughs> the it's Big Ten not... West is not exactly the <laughs> SEC West. That, that's, right? that's very true. Uh, there's a lot of winnable football games, but on the other hand, there's the the team on the other side of the field thinks that they're going to win that football game because uh, parity is there. So let's talk about the Big Ten this week, uh, Minnesota. Illinois, pretty big tilt. Nebraska, Purdue, likewise, as far as the how the race will ultimately decide it in the West. What about those two games? Yeah, the Minnesota Illinois game all of a sudden becomes hey, winner gets control of the West, right? Yeah, you know, they does yep. sort of. Yep. I, I think um, probably you know at least uh, drives uh, takes a steering wheel a little bit. Maybe Purdue uh, just because they have the win over Minnesota, um, but yeah, they've. You know, I I just think that Minnesota is probably going to go in there and win because uh, I'm just assuming that DeVito doesn't play and Art Tukowski is just not good. Right. <laughs> I just don't know how Illinois is going to score. And I think getting Ibrahim back will be huge for Minnesota. And they should be able to grind out a win. Uh, Purdue, I think they're going to put one on the Huskers. I think the Huskers have gotten all they can out of the, the, the post-frost bounce, if you will, uh, in the last couple of weeks when they beat bad teams. and this, I, I think they're they're in for one uh, this Saturday. Who wins the Big Ten West? <laughs> Maybe Purdue. Maybe Wisconsin? Can Maybe I tell Wisconsin. you after Michigan State? 
Hey, yeah. hey, what if Nebraska? What if Nebraska had beaten Northwestern? Yeah. Oh my it God. would be three and zero. Yeah, yeah. But it's Nebraska. They'd be in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. They always find a way, don't they? Wouldn't it be something if if one of these, of both of them, it'd be a perfect world? Get to uh, to Black Friday uh, with with five wins, five and six versus five, five and six, six versus five and something six. Something on the line for the first I time. I would love that. I'd love it. Wouldn't I mean? Wouldn't that be something, Tom? Yeah. If we finally get that, I'd be happy something. to. I would get two wins. Right. By to that get point. to that point. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I was gonna. I mean, they've got to go to Minnesota and Purdue, which are going to be tough. Yep. You know, and and they've um, Wisconsin comes to town, and you know, you don't know if they're just bouncing off of. You know the the coaching change and just kind of motivated, but they'll come back if they'll come back to earth this weekend. We'll see when they go up and face another team that's stinking it up, Michigan State. Yep. Um, those of us who have the Michigan State under win total nice. are very <laughs> excited about this game. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you are, uh, Tom. I'm not sure. Did you go to Minnesota for Big Ten media, uh, basketball media day? No. All right. Did well, you you've read the reports. Just uh, you know, listening to Kevin Warren as you have uh, multiple occasions, listening to him talk about. I don't know. I mean, where where are you on expansion? Do you think that they're actually you know things are cool for the for the next little while, or do you think he's you know, just waiting to see what uh, comes his way. Where where do you think he is? Yeah, I think he's playing a game with uh, the the California folks who are kind of objecting to the UCLA thing. And if they push kind of the nuclear button, then he's going to push his too and say, mm. well, "We'll invite all these other schools, and we'll just basically put the Pac-12 out of business." Yeah. So you you guys are just going to pipe down and let us do our business here. So. Hmm. Um, Trent will, Trent will like this. I did my Hoops Fearless forecast yesterday. You did. I haven't seen this yet. I haven't made it over to the site yet, so I'm excited. Now, we know you were very optimistic on Iowa football. What did you have them, 10-2 and two in the regular season? They're not going to hit that number. Yeah, how's that working out? Huh? They're not going to hit that number this season. No. Where are you on basketball? Um, I have them going 22-9 and nine overall, and... Thirteen and seven in conference play. Sign me up. I would take that today. Indeed. I just, I just don't. I don't think there's. I think the Big Ten's kind of a lot of middle this mm-hmm. year. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just think there's no. I I can't. You know, Indiana's picked to win the title, but are they? Are they a great team? Yeah. I don't know. They got everybody back, but that's a team that you know wasn't great last year. They got the five star guard coming in, and maybe he makes the makes a huge difference. I see people singing Michigan State's praises. I'm like, eh, not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ohio State's relying on a lot of you know they lost Liddell and uh, the Branham kid. I, I just don't know how they're going to be great. Michigan, everybody's all over them, but I mean, they're Hunter Dickinson and a lot of guys who haven't proven a lot. Yeah. So. By the way, speaking uh, of I Michigan, Wisconsin. Go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of Michigan, how about the fact that the schedule maker put Wisconsin and Michigan together on Valentine's Day and then got Howard and Guard together for a picture? I mean, after after the history between those two last year and now they're playing on Valentine's Day this year. Uh, that was yeah. on purpose, Tom Kickert. Yeah. And I, by the way, I think Illinois might be the best, end up being the best team in the conference this year. I really do. Love I their coach. Love their coach. And he loves yeah. Connor McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, he does. What he does. did he say? What was it? If there was... He was the guy that he'd take if he was in a fight. Right. Yeah, give, me, Connor. give me Connor. Fight, yeah. fight in a Pizza Hut, uh, pizza hut uh, uh, parking lot. <laughs> that's, where, that's where it was going to be? Sounds like Tom Caker back yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. We were always at the hut. <laughs> hut or A and W root beer stand, right? Ah, uh, the old days, indeed. Boy, that root beer was good. Man, it was just I yep. can taste it right now, and it's been decades since I've had one. So, what are you doing this weekend on your weekend off, Tom Kekert? Uh, just gonna chill with the family at home. So, be nice to, um, nice to kind of hang out and and uh, do a little yard work probably tomorrow. Mm. Uh, well, next week you'll be in the shoe. Um, we'll yeah. talk about that a week from today. Tom, thank you. Uh, just be advised, we uh, move, move our time slot. We go 11 to 1 next week, so uh, yeah. I'll reach out. But I'm guessing you'll see, probably see a lot of 1230s, same kind of, uh, in, in the future. Thank you, Super. Tom Kakert. I'll be back in touch. Have a great weekend, Tom. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yep, thank Bye-bye. you. Tom Kakert. Bye-bye. HawkeyeReport.com. Um, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State. Sparty. Who are we missing? Indiana. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is Rutgers going to be okay? They'll be all right. I think it's middle of the pack. Yeah, probably 8, 9, 10 range, mm-hmm. right on the bubble. Mm-hmm. I think Maryland. That, and look, Maryland. Fresh start. Well, yeah. And they needed that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, mm-hmm. when we saw Turgenera came to an end before it even really yeah. got going last season. But they always have some dudes. They got talent. Yeah. That's not going to be a problem. I think they're going to be kind of that Iowa, Maryland, Rutgers kind of group in that next tier. What about Minnesota? We know Nebraska's going to stink. What about the Gophers? They're going to be awful. Are they? Yeah. They they still got a long ways to but go. But they were supposed to be awful, awful last year. And they, they were, were all right. They yeah. were okay. Yeah. Ben Johnson yeah. has got work to do, though. Right. And that is a big, big hill. And because the middle of the Big Ten is so difficult, making those incremental climbs, getting those mm-hmm. wins against, uh, home wins against a Rutgers and Iowa, a Maryland, a team like that. So difficult. Ohio State, I'm interested too. In the Holman era, a little bit of a disappointment at so this far. Point. I I thought they would there would be more on their resume at this point because I really like him. Mm-hmm. I like the way he's recruited. Mm-hmm. They got Zeb Key back, but a lot of question marks. A lot of young guys. That's a program that it feels like should be better. Now, if Bronny James comes, hmm. you know they're going to have buzz at the very least. Yeah, no doubt about it. I like the way Tom put it. There's a lot of middle in the Big Ten. That's well put. Uh, 11.45. Our picks are next. Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. I don't know about you, but when I'm going out, I want some good food. Not just frozen food thrown in a fryer. Get that good bar fare at Fat Charlie's in Urbandale. I want a beer? They got me covered. I want to catch the game? How about 50 TVs, including Thursday night football? If you're shut out at home, Fat Charlie's has you covered. Urbandale's Upscale Sports Bar. It's Fat Charlie's, just off 8035 on the Douglas exit. I'll see you at place. Ken, we've been sporting our brand gear for a while now. I gotta say, we look pretty good. Or at least our clothes look pretty good. Trent, there's so many reasons why I like Authentic Brand. All the gear that I get from Authentic Brand not only does it great fitting, but the quality is absolutely terrific. Authentic Brand, made to order. Transform your company image and do it with a company merchandise refresh. Ask for Authentic Brand label by name. And if your company doesn't have a supplier or doesn't offer Authentic Brand, visit authentic Ten twenty eight. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent Condon here for my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. 
Everyone's buzzing about the seller's market in Des Moines real estate. So now is a great time to sell your home, right? Wrong. Today, a lot of homes are being snatched up by Wall Street firms, and they're being turned into rental properties. Which begs the question, what do these Wall Street hucksters know about renting that you don't? Well, they're not dumb. They know renting's a lucrative, long-term investment. They know it delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. And they know you'll sell your home to them instead of renting it out yourself. Except now you know better. Because the good people at Renters Warehouse Des Moines have known about the benefits of renting for years. They can show you exactly why renting your home can be way better than selling it. And they can manage the entire process for you, bringing all the benefits of renting to you instead of selling them off to someone else. Say no to Wall Street and say yes to knowing. Call Renters Warehouse Des Moines today at 515-528-4429 or RentersWarehouse.com. That's Renner's Wear. KXNO. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings. Stepped up. Same game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code KXNO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. The code KXNO, and it's only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call. Woohoo! Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, our final segment of the week. Again, uh, we move next week. We are 11 to 1 next week. A seven consecutive hours of local programming. So the morning rush will get off the air at 8. Three hours to Dan Patrick. 11 o'clock, we take the airwaves, go to 1. Then Murph and Andy, uh, Heather and Sean take you home on the KXNO Drive. Seven straight hours of local programming. All right, Trent Condon, time for our picks. Uh, I believe you had the better week of the two of us. Barely. Barely. Three and two, though, were. Getting on the plus side of things, and that's a positive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After my first three weeks, maybe four weeks, I believe, I went two and three every single week. We're climbing out of the hole, and we are getting back to Mount 500, and we will surpass it once again. We'll start this week down in Austin. I've said it all week. Iowa State has their struggles offensively. I just don't see them being blown out. Get this number while you can. It continues to plummet. Luckily for me, I got it at 17, but for our purposes... I got to take the number here today. Give me Iowa State plus the 16 at Texas. Game number two, James Madison. What are the stories in college football? Not eligible for a bowl game. Can't play for a conference championship. They're undefeated and ranked in the top 25. But so many times, teams ranked in the top 25 for the first time. They see a fall down, and I think it happens. Georgia Southern's okay. Just that, an okay Sunbelt team. But I'm getting 12 and a half with all the pomp and circumstance surrounding the Dukes. I will take Georgia Southern plus the 12 in a hook. To the NFL, we go next, and we go to Atlanta. This Falcons seems pretty good. They've hung around against everybody, and I'm getting five and a half against a banged-up 49ers team. 
We've talked about the Trent Williams injury. This team, week after week after week, mm-hmm. big time injuries happening, and I'm getting mm-hmm. five and a half. I love this. Give me Atlanta. They're also going to be part of my money line parlay for the weekend. We go to next Sunday night football. The Eagles welcoming in the Cowboys. Philadelphia's a great first half team, but this thing has slugfist written all over it. And I'm getting nearly a touchdown. Six and a half right now at Circa. Oh, yeah. Give me the boys. How about them Cowboys plus the six and a half? My best bet of the week. The Bengals can't block. What do the Saints do well? They get to the quarterback. And I'm getting points. I'll take those points. Best bet of the week, New Orleans plus the two against Cincinnati. Well, we're on the wrong side in now because I think Cincinnati is still a pretty good football team. But here we go. Uh, coming off a two and three week, my best bets are on fire. Yes. My, my, my other picks stink, but I think I've only lost one best bet all year long. Anyways, let's start in the college game, and i got a couple of dogs right off the bat. I'm going to take the four and grab Oklahoma State. I think they're the best team in the Big 12. TCU's a really good story. Not Kansas good story, but TCU's a good story. Uh, Oklahoma State, give me the four. Pick number one. Kansas, speaking of Kansas, you're going to give me nine. I don't care what quarterback plays uh, for Kansas. Oklahoma's not good. Kansas... Nine's too many points. Give me Kansas and the nine, pick number two. Uh, to the NFL, the Cardinals, I think they get back in the win column. Going to Seattle. Uh, Seattle's, eh. Arizona's kind of meh, but they're not as meh. Uh, give me Arizona minus two, uh, pick number one in the NFL. I'll take Cincinnati, Trent. I'm on the other side of you. Minus one and a half at New Orleans. A lot of injuries in New Orleans. The receivers, I don't think either one of them starters are going to play. Give me Joe Burrow and company. My best bet of the week is Tampa Bay. It's the Buccaneers, and it's eight and a half. They're at Pittsburgh. Steelers are not a good football team, and I don't think they're going to get any better this week as Brady and company march in. I think they roll them. Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. Since he minus a point and a half. Arizona minus two. And then the two dogs in college, Kansas and Okie State. You've got Valley Dowling tonight on the Bull. Yeah, great. 96.9. The Bull loving that football game. Should be a fun one as it always is tonight. You like it late in the year? Yes. Do you? Okay. Week two is sometimes too early. It kind of feels like that's where it belongs, though, to me. I don't know. Might get in the playoffs again, too. Maybe we may get it in the playoffs We've had that plenty of times throughout the years. Well, if you can't be in front of a radio, uh, no more for the uh, uh, WHO TV has the game.